Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Come. Walk down the winding path. Don't mind the spooks and monsters. They stay hidden within the trees. There are mysteries in this world that you need to know and paranormal truths that need to be told. Come, step up into the caravan while we share tales of old, as well as new accounts about things you thought only existed in your nightmares. Hello? Hello, Jenny. Hey, welcome to the caravan, Tom. How are you? Well, I'm getting better. Yeah? That's good to hear. So, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. I am. I'm ready to go. I would love to hear your stories. Okay. Now, most of my stories are not scary. I Mm -hmm. got a few that get scary, but most of them aren't necessarily scary. And I think there's a reason for that. But um, awesome. I, I have had a lot of activity personally, and as a result, I've been going around collecting ghost stories in my mm-hmm. travels because I I have a business where I sell art. And for, I run around all over the state, and uh, everywhere I go, I collect ghost stories. I love that. I really, you know, it's really cool to be a uh, a story collector um or a storyteller you know i uh that's really what got me into this as well is hearing everybody else's stories because it's really fascinating um just the reality of the world the the paranormal is really i mean to me in my world it's a lot more realistic than uh, a lot of people know. Well, I tell people that the spirit world is right next to our world and sometimes mm-hmm. in, into our world. And um, I'm not surprised by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not scary. Uh, but everywhere I go, I ask everybody, do you have a ghost story? Most people mm. respond, no, I don't have a ghost story. And two minutes later, they're telling you a ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Really, really. So uh, mm. I, I'll get into some of those. But I think first what I'll talk about is my experiences, because I think uh, this is the basis for why I'm interested. Of course, and, yeah. And and my my opening comment would be that I'm just an average guy. I like sports. Uh, I work, work on the house, watch TV, see uh, mm-hmm. ghosts. Uh, I'm not what I would call psychic. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I will say that in the last two and a half years, I've started to hear them, which is shocking to me. Wow. I've never heard ghosts before, and in the last two and a half years, uh, there's a female that uh, likes to visit the house. Mm -hmm. I don't know who she is. She likes to talk to the dog. I'll hear her talk to the dog. One time, I was uh, upstairs working, because I work out of the house, and I heard the front door open, somebody walk in, and a female voice said, hi, baby, to the dog. And the dog didn't bark or anything. And I was going, who's that? So I came looking, couldn't find anybody. My wife was out running, and I saw her coming up the street. It wasn't her. Wow. But I've, I've heard her talking to the dog before. One time she talked right in my ear, but it was garbled, so I couldn't make out what she was saying. Other times mm-hmm. I've come home, and she's in another room talking. Wow. Uh, I don't know who she is. I assume it's a uh, family. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> but that is very disconcerting because I, that's not what I was – I didn't live like that all my life. All of a sudden, that, that's occurred. So that's unusual right. for me. Yeah, so, it's very uh, – it, it brings it to a whole nother level. Uh, when I was really little, I did hear somebody whisper my name in my ear, and nobody uh, was there. So that was uh, a very shocking event. Yeah, well, that's shocking. Um, My wife has the ability to see the spirits. Mm. She's in a number of family, uh, real old friends. She's seen them. And even uh, she was working one time, and she saw a lady in a bright-colored dress walk into her office. So she followed her into the office. And nobody was there. <laughs> oh, wow. So uh, my wife can see them, and uh, mm-hmm. occasionally they'll say hi to her. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my my very first experience was when I was 20. A mm-hmm. good friend of mine, my best friend, was was dying, and it was in a coma, and I couldn't say goodbye to him. So I was convinced that he would come back and say goodbye to me. And so the next day after he had passed, I was awakened in the morning by my bed being shaken violently, and I knew he was saying goodbye. Wow. found out later that he also grabbed his grandma and aunt's big toes to say goodbye. Wow. uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. It's a little disconcerting. It's the first time that anything like that had happened. But mm-hmm. uh, I still thought it was cool. Well, then yeah. I I didn't have anything happen to me at all until uh, I was in my mid-30s. And I was dating my wife. We've been married for almost 32 years. And uh, she was a widow. Her husband said that he didn't want some guy coming in and drinking his beer. And I don't drink beer, so, you know, it shouldn't have been a problem. But the first night that I was going to spend the night overnight at her house, we were getting ready for bed. 
and in her bedroom and her son's bedroom simultaneously pictures fell off of the wall oh my goodness and my response was kind of amused <laughs> i don't scare that easy so uh it didn't really bother me but i i thought it was kind of funny so um uh, <laughs> I, I definitely would have been spooked. <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to sleep that night. Uh, well, uh, you, you're not going to get rid of me that easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. So then uh, my uh, all the action started for me seriously in 2001. My dad was a heart patient. Four days before he passed, he was at my house for a party, and he said to me that he wanted me to put his ashes out at Dunham Hills. And on Thursday, he went out to Dunham Hills, and he was gone before he hit the, the uh, grass. Oh, wow. So he had always told everybody he wanted to go at the golf course. So it's mm -hmm. like he choreographed this. The wow. the uh, league put his clubs on a cart, played 18 holes in his honor, mm. and, it, and somebody called the local DJ on the radio, and the next day he was talking about how my dad held up the, the league and had gone at the, the uh, golf course. Oh, wow. So that was... Um, that was the start of everything for me. And uh, he was extremely active. He was a big character in life. So my sister went out to the emergency room, and there she was standing there looking at him, and uh, she was crying, and she heard uh, him come up behind put his arms around her and say, uh, don't cry for me. Go take care of your mother. And she said, oh. yeah. So uh, he also at the same time appeared to one of my cousins that he had a special uh, uh, admiration for because she had made something out of herself. She showed up um, at the same time to my niece, dressed as a young Marine. Wow. And he, he gave uh, hugs to my, my, my sister. And uh, That's so he was incredible. Been saying goodbye to people. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after the funeral, we went back to the house. Mom took me into the bedroom, and she pulled out a whole bunch of brand-new underwear out of the drawer and stacked mm -hmm. them up on the bed said, this is brand-new. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one that would have fit into them. All my brother-in-laws are big guys. Mm -hmm. She took me into another room and gave me some other stuff, and I never got the underwear. She called mm -hmm. me the day and said, you know that stack of underwear? It's gone. Oh. Dad wow. didn't want to have his underwear. <laughs> and I, you know, someday we'll find it uh, hiding in the corner somewhere in the house. But 
Um, mm-hmm. We never found that underwear. Wow. <laughs> That's really interesting. Wow. Uh, well, I thought that was pretty funny. It is. <laughs> it is. Wow. That's amazing. So, uh, So then back at the house, my house, mm-hmm. um, everything started. Mm. So my uh, youngest son was going off to classes at college, and so I walked him to the front door, said goodbye, mm-hmm. and uh, walked straight down t- stairs to work, and I heard the front door open and close and heavy footsteps come in. So I thought there must be something going on. So I went back up to see my son. He was not here. His car was gone. It wasn't him. Wow. I'm going, who walked into the house? I heard the footsteps. Wow. So then in the middle of the night, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I walked to the other end of the house, walked through the kitchen, and there's heavy footsteps walking right behind me. Oh. (laughs) Reaction was, who is that? Right. Uh, It it wasn't scary to me, but, Mm. you know, that's, what's going on? I'm not used So the very next two nights, my wife was up with the dog in the middle of the night and heard the same footsteps in the kitchen. The dog kind of freaked out. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it wasn't just me that heard that. Right. So you can tell that a spirit is coming by to visit you. Um. The lights in the family room would flicker. Well, I knew oh, somebody wow. was, I don't know who, but somebody was coming to visit. Right. Then uh, there was a lot of banging on the walls and cabinets, telling wow. uh, me uh, about, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're there. Right. Bang wow. on the walls and the cabinets make a lot of noise. So, um Yeah, that's amazing because there's been times where uh, I've heard footsteps, my daughter and I, she was about, I want to say she was about four or five at the time, and we heard really heavy footsteps come in the house, and I thought it was my husband, and I heard my name, and it sounded like it was him saying, Jennifer, and I look, but he's not here. I mean, he he had went to work and everything, and, and he was fine, but it sounded just like him. And um, my grandfather, uh, he told me a story that after his mom had passed away, he was staying up there uh, in her house, and he woke up in the middle of the night, and he could see her standing at the end of the bed. And he knew that it was just her saying goodbye. That was yeah. probably one of the very first ghost stories I ever heard. Yeah, uh, I I think that when you deal with a lot of ghost stories, you're dealing with family and friends. Right. And they're not necessarily scary. 
Right. Um, they're, they're just um, dropping by to say hi. Uh, right. You know, so over a period of about um, nine years, we had uh, knocking on the bathroom when you're taking a shower. I even had the, the lights would get turned off on me while I was taking a shower. Wow. One time, uh, my son told us years later that he was uh, lying in bed and he heard a terrible commotion in my framing room where uh, it sounded like somebody was breaking in through the window, knocking everything over, making a lot of oh, noise. Wow. He got up and picked up something to defend himself with and came into my framing room and absolutely nothing was disturbed. Wow. There all this commotion. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there was, you know, some teasing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of things going on, and so at a certain point, I issued a, an out loud edict that whoever is in the house has to get out. I don't know who it is. You have mm. to get out of my house. It's my house. Right. So um, that evening, my uh, me and the dog were standing there um, between the kitchen and the uh, front hallway. Mm-hmm. And both the door, the front door, and the door to the garage started shaking violently. And the dog was freaked out. And uh, so I knew whoever wow. I was unhappy about it. I could hear him in the, the garage banging around, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who it is at that point. So... Uh, wow. Uh, in the middle of all this, I decided I'm going to remodel the family room. And I had heard that if you do some serious remodeling, you mm. can stir up a lot of activity. Right. I've heard that, too. Yeah. So I tore that room right out to the studs. Oh. And I was taking pictures of the work. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's pictures of me working. And I'm surrounded by orbs. There's orbs wow. in the room. Well, I don't know this, so I send pictures to my my boys, and they mm-hmm. respond, how would you get all those orbs in there? I look <laughs> at the pictures, I can't believe my eyes. You know, it's like I'm surrounded right. by orbs when I'm working. So mm-hmm. as a control, I took pictures at night when no work was going on, and there were no mm-hmm. orbs. Some people say, oh, there's no such thing as orbs. Well, yes, there is. I've got pictures of them. Some (laughs) of these pictures um, are big, and Mm. you can see a pattern in the the orb. Oh, really? Yeah. Some people claim they've faces in orbs. I, I didn't see that, but I've got lots of pictures. Wow. I, I would love I, to see them if you ever had them available. Oh, well, I've got them. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah, I sure. Think, if you're up for it, I would love to. Yeah. Um, in one picture, you can see um, a long, thin form trying to materialize in the wow. corner. And uh, at a, at my response was, especially after one picture, that I counted 50 orbs in there. Wow. Which means to me, the 50 spirits were watching me. And I mm-hmm. felt really uncomfortable. My, I, I said, you know, I don't even want to take my clothes <laughs> off to shower. There's 50 people in here. <laughs> right. So uh, one day in the middle of the work, I walked in to talk to the guy putting in the door wall. Mm-hmm. And I hear, woo-woo, which is uh, what my second dog would do. Mm. I heard my second dog. He, he was already, you know, gone to dog heaven. And right. uh, wow. I said to the guy, did you hear that? And he said no. But mm-hmm. I knew that dog was happy that I was remodeling. Oh, that's cool. I'm, uh, I continue to, you know, work in there. And I'm in there one day during the day. Mm-hmm. And I hear somebody walking through the kitchen, kind of shuffling. Mm. Well, that really kind of put it to uh, a head for me. I was determined to find out who's in my house. Right. So I asked around, and I was given the name of a medium that was very highly recommended. In general, I'm not a big fan of mediums because I know a lot of them seem to be putting on an act. Yeah, you've got to be really careful of that. Yeah, you know, my friends, for fun, would go visit one every Friday night and, you know, one guy was (laughs) somebody in the wall and they all had some kind of a funny thing going on. Wow. Well, this one was um, legit. Mm. So I went and saw her. And she wouldn't let me talk. I wasn't allowed to talk, wasn't allowed to ask any questions. Huh. And because she didn't want me to influence anything. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Talking to my dad, my dog, and my mother-in-law, who I suspected was shuffling through the kitchen. Wow. So it's, it's very unusual to have your dog talking to you. And um, he said, it's very nice that I run, but I should do it for a cause. Well, coming up right after that was a run to raise money for dog food for dogs whose owners were too old and couldn't afford to buy Mm -hmm. the dog. So I signed up for that. And uh, the night before, I got poked in the rear end as I was uh, getting ready for bed and I knew that that was my dog Pete because uh, he was a oh. big and that's what he would do so oh. he was happy he was going to do that race and uh, buy some dog food for the dogs that is fantastic I wow that is great so and, and as an aside you know dogs are spirits and I've seen where oh, yeah. um, 
dog heaven is described as a real sunny day, and they're all lying around in the grass enjoying sunning themselves. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Not only did I have Pete come by, but before we got Pete, the first big standard poodle that we got um, after she had passed, we both would hear her throw herself on the tiles by the mm. front Cologne, because that was her favorite <laughs> spot. So she would watch out for us until we got the second dog. Wow. And so uh, we both knew that was her, and um, mm. that was fine with us. Well, of so, course. Uh, That's fantastic. I I just, you know, thought that was really neat. But the, I, I'm quite convinced that your pets are spirits, and they go oh, to yeah. heaven, and they have their own heaven. And a lot of people will mourn their pets. I know people who have mourned their pets for years. Well, mm -hmm. they don't want that. What they want is for you to find another pet and take it in and give it a nice house. Oh. A nice, that's, what, that's what they want. They don't want you mourning them. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so anyway, uh, I knew that the medium was talking to my dad because he said to her, well, you know, just because you're on the other side doesn't mean that you turn into Mother Teresa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. That's awesome. So, wow. Uh, so that was a very unusual experience, but it made it clear that my dad was hanging around the house for all those years. Right. So uh, eventually my mother was getting ready to pass. And uh, she reported that he was laying in bed hugging her. Oh. Uh, also, um, as she was getting ready to go, her whole family came for her to take her to heaven. So she was talking to her mother and father and her brothers and sister and... Uh, the same thing occurred to her sister wow. that uh, when she, it was time for her to go, her, the whole family came for her and took her. And uh, I, I just think that's a beautiful idea. It is. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> that is definitely incredible um, and such a beautiful thought, you know, because uh, I grew up with my grandparents and my dad. And my grandpa passed away in 2011. And it was my daughter, and I've mentioned this before, that um, she said, oh, Papa Don has dinosaurs in his pockets. And he would he used to go in the grocery store, you could put like a quarter in this little uh, toy machine, and you'd turn it and this little egg would pop out. And he always tried to get the dinosaur ones, and he'd put them in his pocket as a surprise, you know. So it looked like he came home with nothing. But then all of a sudden, he'd pop one out of his pocket. And it wasn't anything that I ever talked about with my kids or anything. And so it was very genuine, I felt, when she told me that. 
So it's, it is definitely important and, and so beautiful and, and comforting to know that they're still around. Yes, I think that they, um, they like to keep an eye on us. They like to visit. The medium told me that when you drive down the street and you see a person on the sidewalk, there's 10 mm-hmm. spirits hanging out. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Because they like it here. Hmm. So, wow. you know, one of the things that the the medium told me was that both my dog and my dad liked to get in the back seat when I went for a drive. They enjoyed going for a drive with me. Oh, oh that is I cool. Was ear to ear for months after that. Every time I went <laughs> for a ride. I oh, I thinking, bet. My dad and my dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I thought that was delightful. Oh, so eventually yeah. my mother passed. They, they came here and visited. And then, uh, in fact, I got pictures of orbs over everybody's head um, mm. after the funeral. And then uh, they've been gone partying ever since so I I haven't had them around anymore and Mm. um, an interesting sidelight to that is um, I have a sister who's a nurse and she's had experiences with her patients dying Mm. Uh, one one time uh, she felt the spirit go right through her oh wow But she went out to Hawaii. She was on the top of Mauna Kea on Hawaii Mm -hmm. for the sunrise. And a bus pulls up, and an entire Hawaiian troupe gets out, singers, dancers, musicians, Mm -hmm. and they start singing and dancing. She hears both my mother and father singing the song, because that was wow. one of my dad's favorite songs, right behind her, and they're giggling mm. and singing. And uh, <laughs> that just tells me that uh, once you pass into the next world, why you can travel around the world and see everything for free. Wow. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Wow, that, that one gave me goosebumps that's what that, a fun story wow oh yeah, an experience so um again this isn't scary this is family and yeah this so, is uh, uh, healing i i really enjoyed that that's that's a cool story yeah so um some people used to say to me well your house is haunted and i say no my house isn't haunted this is all uh, friends and family, and mm-hmm. wherever I would go, they would follow me. So it's not the house, it's, it's, it's about me. Right. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Kind of a, a, um, a, a, a thing that goes along with that would be that last year on July 4th, uh, we did our traditional 
trip up to Frankenmuth, Michigan, and mm-hmm. we uh, run races, have chicken dinners, watch the fireworks, go shopping. We have a big mm-hmm. time for the holiday up there. So cool. we rented out a an old house, mm-hmm. and it's right downtown Frankenmuth, and in the middle of the night, I got up for a while, and I was sitting on the couch downstairs, and all of a sudden, coming down the hallway from the kitchen, the floorboards were creaking as somebody walked on the old Mm -hmm. floors, Mm -hmm. and I felt tingling on my left leg, going right up my left leg. Something that I never experienced before. So, of course, I'm going, well, I wonder who that is. It was not any of our our people. Right. So, uh, you know, I I can't tell you who that was, but somebody Mm -hmm. was walking in there. I could hear them. Wow. Wow. So that was interesting. Yeah. So as I go around, I'm... I'm gathering stories all the time. So I've gotten a couple stories about dimes. And Mm -hmm. maybe other people have experienced this. Where um, there was a lady that I know that uh, her husband collected dimes. Mm -hmm. And after he passed, anytime she got upset or concerned about something, she would find dimes. Oh, wow. And then I just talked with uh, one of the therapists working on me at PT, and uh, Mm -hmm. he told me a similar story of how uh, in his family uh, they find dimes, and the the dimes are always heads up. Oh, wow. And that's that's, uh, got something to do with the relative. So Mm. I think that's a lot of fun. No, that is. That would be amazing. And, you know, would just definitely make you feel, again, really comforted. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, looking out for us. Right. Yeah, I really love this, uh, all these stories. It's It definitely puts a different perspective on it because in this realm of of paranormal and podcasting, you gen- generally hear more of the the spooky and the scary and the evil but to get the other side the the happy and the beautiful and the healing and comforting it's you know that's really that's a gift this is really yeah, cool well, well you have to remember that there is the negative part of the spirit world that um, exists right so for example Uh, I live very close to Oakland University, and on the grounds of Oakland University is Meadowbrook Hall. This was a huge mansion built uh, about 100 years ago by Matilda Dodge of the Dodge family. And Mm. he brought in artisans from Europe to build an old-fashioned, incredible mansion. Wow. Um, I've visited 
I don't have any personal stories, but I mm-hmm. was talking to a docent who gives tours. She mm-hmm. says, I see Matilda walking around, checking out everything all the time. I talk to her, say hi. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have friends that like to go over there, mm-hmm. and they say that, you know, the whole thing is closed up but they'll see uh, curtains moving it's in the windows. Somebody's looking mm. out the window at them. Um, wow. There are two children's playhouses, miniature mm. houses, that uh, were built for the Dodge children. Mm. They like to go over there, but the dog doesn't like it at all, and the dog oh. ran back to the car. Wow. So Hey, maybe we should get out of here. But before they did, they took a couple pictures. Ooh. Picture is of the playhouse, and you can see a number of orbs. Mm-hmm. Picture was more of the woods around there, and there were a zillion orbs in wow. in that picture. I mean, there was a lot of orbs. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I showed that to the medium, and she said, oh, put that away. I don't want to see that. Uh, Really? A negative uh, entity in the middle of that. And the reason I can say that is as they got back to the car to get in the car, Mm -hmm. they heard uh, a child's voice go, Mommy. And uh, that's a negative entity that's trying to fool you. Right. Oh, ooh, so, that's uh, scary. They want me to go over there and check it out, and I said, no, I'm not interested. Uh, I don't look for ghosts. Right. I don't want to go someplace and have something negative follow me home. Oh, of course. So for me, um, ghost hunting is not a, a good sport. I don't want to do that. And I have heard of people that have had negative entities follow them home, so I'm not the least bit interested in that. I've got a lot of action over here as it is. I don't need any more. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's for sure. Um, It's amazing. There was a post in the group not long ago that was talking about how ghosts or entities can attach themselves to almost anything, even a hairbrush at an antique store. And you, you know, you buy that and you bring it home and, and you've bought, you know, you've brought home more than you bargained for. Uh, yeah. So it, it is really incredible how easy something can uh, either attach itself or, you know, it's amazing. So I want to talk briefly about my fun going out selling and at all my stores, I get all these stories. Because mm-hmm. I, I ask the store owners, you got any ghost stories? And wow. um, so in my hometown, there's a jewelry store. The mm-hmm. manager would uh, be in the store by herself closing. Mm-hmm. And she would hear footsteps upstairs water running 
the adding machine running, and she figured that the accountant who had passed away was still hanging around. Oh, wow. She she was more upset with the time that she went downstairs to go to the bathroom, and while she's in the bathroom, she hears a voice go, hello. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is... uh... (laughs) Definitely not the time you want to hear that. (laughs) And uh, so I can say that all these old buildings in all these old downtowns across the state are haunted. So, for example, I was in the little town of Mansfield, and Mm -hmm. the owner started out by saying, well, he doesn't believe in the afterworld. He doesn't believe in the spirit world. Uh, mm. He doesn't believe in anything. But yeah. he's really got a quandary because his store is haunted. Oh, wow. He has a robot in there, and every night he turns the robot off by touching it. Every uh-huh. morning that robot is on. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And wow. Also- it's a very old town, so a block away he has this 150-year-old house that was built by somebody um, from the Civil War. Ooh. And although he doesn't believe in the spirit world, he and his daughter both hear two adults and a child talking all the time in the house. Oh, really? Yeah, all the time. Now, this man has a real problem. He doesn't believe, and he's living with it. That's fascinating. Like, what does he think that it is then? Well, he knows that they're they're the ghosts of uh, people from a long time ago. He knows that. He says that every night around midnight while he's in Mm -hmm. bed downstairs, upstairs he hears a quarter drop on the floor. And oh, he refinished the floors up there. Mm-hmm. So you can't walk on it because it's it's drying. Oh, right. And so that night at midnight, he heard the quarter drop. He went upstairs mm-hmm. in the morning and looked. There was no quarter. There was no mark. There was nothing. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. That occurs every night for him. Wow. So uh, he... He has uh, something to work out, I think. Yeah, no, I would say so. Wow. So then I'm in Marine City, and my uh, customer that I sell pictures to tells me that, um, especially at night when she's there alone, she can see movement around the store, um, like somebody was by the front door. There's movement all the time. Well, they they took me around the corner to this other uh, store. It's actually an old theater. And Mm -hmm. the man there makes great big models of ships. He's a gigantic model of the Titanic. Oh, wow. 40 feet or 40 feet across. 
Wow. Oh, that'd be so cool to see. Very interesting. And so he showed me his latest model that uh, was just made. And um, he said to me that he doesn't believe in ghosts. But he owns a lighthouse up on Lake Superior, and the lighthouse is definitely haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Is it don't believe it goes, live with (laughs) That's, you know, that's a lot of fun for me. Well, yeah. No, that's that's a very uh, (laughs) fascinating thing to, uh, no, no, I don't believe in ghosts, but uh, yeah, my house is haunted. That's... uh... (laughs) Yeah, well, Very how do you how do you reconcile that? You know, <laughs> exactly. Wow. Well, then uh, I've got uh, a little town. I mean, a really little town in the middle of the farmland, in the middle of the state. And I'm in there uh, talking to a dealer, and she said that there's a local woman who bought up several blocks of. Uh, buildings Hmm. in downtown Mason and uh, the old funeral home is so haunted that she can't keep a renter in there and everybody in town knows about it and so everybody Hmm. in town is always going over there and looking in the windows and she doesn't want anybody to do that because it's going to mess up the uh, renting ability. She doesn't want anybody to know it's haunted, but everybody knows. Oh. <laughs> wow. Then uh, I'm in another little old town in Tecumseh, and uh, the store owner told me, well, yeah, every time that she goes down in the basement, uh, they turn the lights off on her. Oh, <laughs> That would just, you know, that's one thing that would really get me. Even if it was a friendly spirit, just the fact that this this is reality and that it can, that spirits can influence our physical world to turn off a light, you know, I think it would definitely, (laughs) you know, spook me. Well, I've seen things move. And, uh, you know, what, what can you say when you see something move? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can't see anybody. <laughs> that's true. I was at my sister's house when we were younger, and there was a shelf that she had soda cans on, empty soda cans for recycling. And one flew off of the shelf. And, I mean, it, it looked like somebody just came right up and hit it right off and I remember just kind of freezing and I was really nervous and later on I had the courage to snap a photo of the stairs going up right next to the shelf and lo and behold there there was a image standing on the stairs it was like it kind of had almost a a skeleton type of a face um in a, a very human outline um but i i didn't i don't keep photos that turn out like that just because it didn't feel happy you know and i just felt that by keeping it it would be more 
of a tie to something negative. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's long gone. Well, my last ghost story is a very recent one. It comes from my mm. sister's. She had a two-year running feud with her sister-in-law, and her sister-in-law passed suddenly in December at the tender age of 49, Oh. and nothing was ever resolved. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, then in January, my sister's dog, every night, was very upset, growling, barking, his hair standing on, and he was seeing something. Mm -hmm. So after a week of that, my sister saw the spirit of her sister-in-law. Wow. And it was extremely negative, like she was trying to come and get her. Ooh. Oh, goodness. My sister prayed to Jesus to keep her out. Right. And then that night, (laughs) the front door, although it was locked, flew Mm -hmm. open and all the winter cold air was coming in the house. Oh, goodness. And her husband had to get up and close the door and lock it again. But then Mm -hmm. uh, she hasn't seen uh, the sister-in-law since. But, oh, uh, that was upsetting. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that would be terrifying, really. Wow. She was uh, very upset. I asked her, you know, how was, how did you feel? She said, I felt, you know, a lot of negativity. Right. It wasn't a friendly visit. Oh, you know, no. Whenever you're having any kind of a visit, if you feel upset and negative, then you may have a negative uh, visit there. So right. um, if if you're not upset and you're not negative, then, it, you know, it's not a bad thing. Right. Oh, yeah. No, there's been, uh, you know, sometimes it feels when I hear something or think that I saw something out of the corner of my eye, sometimes there's really no feeling there. So I, I feel like it's just neutral. And I really try to trust my uh, my intuition as best as I can. And so if, if I am feeling uh, worried or scared, you know, negative in any way, then I definitely try to, uh, you know, do, do the prayers and everything. And usually mm-hmm. everything just uh, stops or goes away. So Your feelings will tell you uh, whether this is good or bad. Exactly. Yes. That is so true. So I want to touch on uh, another interest of mine, Mm -hmm. which comes from my family, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, The near-death experience. Right. And the first one that I talked to was my grandma. During Mm -hmm. uh, surgery, her heart stopped. And then they revived her. So I called her up and I said, Grandma, what did you see? Mm. And she said that she found herself on a street with a big Mm -hmm. iron gate across. 
and on the other side were a whole lot of big-eyed children playing, and they all ran up to the gate to look at her, and she was afraid they were going to knock her over. Oh, wow. That, those are her words. Right. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of anything like that before. Yeah, they, I, I've talked with 30 people with the near-death experience, and they all wow. describe something different. Uh, huh. You don't get the same story in the same uh, scenario, and that's really interesting to me. Wow, that's fascinating. The The real good story is my uncle. He was carjacked at a car wash and shot in the chest. He oh was dead goodness. in the door now. And uh, he came back at the hospital. Well, it had to be quite a while before he got to the hospital. Wow. He came back, and he was perfectly fine. So I asked him, what, what did you see? Yeah. And he said that he was met by his mother and stepfather. And they said, sorry, you have to go back. So he bragged oh. and kicked out of heaven already. Oh. <laughs> wow. So oh, later on, I asked him again uh, for details. Right. And he said that dying is the best thing that can happen to you. You shoot right out of your body. You can look down and see it lying there. Wow. Uh, you feel wonderful. You feel fabulous. Mm. And you don't see people. You see their souls. Oh. And their souls are so beautiful that you can hardly look at them. Wow. So oh. Finally, and I'm sure that they let him into heaven this time. Oh. But he, he felt that he was sent back to tell everybody that, hey, there's another world waiting for us. Oh, so that's I really enjoyed that story. Um, I got two brother-in-laws oh, that uh, both found themselves looking at the tunnel to the light. Mm. And uh, the one said, get me out of here, and went back in his body. The other one looked up and saw Jesus and then went back in his body. Wow. Wow. But my favorite story of them all mm -hmm. is a story that I got verbatim from three separate people that don't know each other, and they all had exactly word for word the same story. Ooh. We're very seriously sick as children. Mm. An angel came and took them to heaven and put them in God's arms, and the angels spread magic dust over them. And then God said, well, you have to go back. You have important things to do. Oh. So now wow. you could say, ah, that's just a dream, except for one little point. Those three people were never sick again. Oh, my goodness. Chills. Oh, man. Oh. That, that's oh. really my favorite of yes. all the that I've collected because that's really interesting. And like I say, 
that came from three separate people. And yeah, so, no, that's uh, powerful. There are there are stories of people who were in surgery and they were floating up on the ceiling watching the surgery. Right. Mm. There's stories of, uh, well, this this one man that I know had his neck broken playing rugby. Ooh. And he fell floating in this dark place. But mm. way far away, he could see a light. And even though it was mm. far away, he could feel the warmth of the light. Wow. But he went back into his body and uh, recovered. But mm. uh, he is an artist. And so he's made paintings of what he remembers. Oh, wow. Very interesting to me. Yeah, I would love to see those. That would be... Yeah, I'll dig that up. Then um, you've got uh, this other woman was in surgery. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, she found herself in an office. People were going in and out of the office. There was a man behind the desk. And he went through the files, and he said, well, you're not supposed to be here. Oh. <laughs> wow. He went back. Oh. So uh, I, I just find these stories to be so interesting. Oh, and wow. like a different. So uh, yeah. anyway, I can tell you with confidence that there's another world that we go to mm-hmm. when we leave here, and uh, oh, you're going to be met somebody, family, friends, loved ones, an angel, maybe Jesus. So wow. um, it's it's not a scary thing, and wow. uh, so those are the stories that I put together for you for today. Well, thank you so much. It it means a lot. And we're actually just wrapping up in time, too, because I got to grab my uh, older girls from school. So that was that was absolutely perfect. And I would love to have you back on. Yeah, well, I'll put some more together. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) That'd be wonderful. Thank you so much. It was uh, definitely incredible and eye opening and really healing, too. So, thank you. Yeah, most of my stories are not scary, you know. And um, I would say don't be afraid if uh, a loved one comes to visit you. You know, it's it's all meant in love. Mm, Thank you for that. That is so wonderful. So, you take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Well, we'll talk soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Watch your step Let's you move on dead It lay there quarantined Underneath your last breath Hold your tongue Still I've gone The beast that follows is close But we'll move on Snake
Oh